Like, you don't have Mic to, check. Like, like, one, two. One, two. I think we're good. <laughs> I saw the, the spikes. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Grace. I'm Michelle. And we're Moni Aromatics. <laughs> hey, we're going to get right into the interview portion. Um, first question is, how did you get into what you do creatively? I think it's a funny story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Please go ahead. I, you tell it and I will do. I guess I'll tell my half and you can tell your half and, and then we can talk about how it came together. So I was on social media as one does. And um, I think I just saw some like random facts somewhere about the candle industry and how it's booming and how it's predicted to be a multi-billion dollar, billion, multi-billion dollar industry by I think 2025 or something like that. Um, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Wouldn't mind doing that. But yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really thinking about doing it. It's nothing that's like, it's nothing that's jumping at me. So then I think we just start talking and one day Grace comes to me. It's like, do you... Um, I just knew I wanted to run a business on our own. Um, we it was what summer summer last year, yeah. um, and just like wanting to be, <laughs> um, we just I don't know. You don't want to work for somebody forever, right? We've already kind of been there, done that. Um, we're both kind of in these transition periods where we're like we're trying to get out of the industries we just worked in. Um, recent grad semi-recent grad <laughs> um and you just <laughs> anyways you just want to move on something different something that's going to um just i guess require all of you to show up right we don't want to have any like dormant skills that we can't put to use and so um when it came to something like making candles it was kind of like a no-brainer so like create creatively mm-hmm. we can um use that skill set um managerial skill set business skill set so like we were going to be introduced to a lot of new things i think it was just the excitement of we can create something from scratch call it um our own put it out there and like can we make this a job can we make this the biggest thing was that we wanted to like she mentioned work for ourselves and we wanted to make our own hours so we were thinking oh yeah we can set a specific amount of days aside to working on our candles, working on our business, X, Y, and Z, whatever we need. And then we can just rest and just sell. That's not at all That's what happened. <laughs> oh, we, do, we don't work every day anymore. There was a point in time where it was like every day, like yeah. something, we had to work on something, whether it was testing, buying, making, sniffing, something, right? It was crazy. Um, but now it's more like we did our last batch. We just made a bunch of product and now we're just selling but that's that's the goal that it stays like that we just make and then sell and it's fine um but yeah yeah goes high okay second question what sparks your creative process and how do you come up with the different smells so i guess like who's the brains behind or where do you get your inspiration from or who brings what to the table what do you bring to the table oh you know what's really funny (laughs) I, I don't know if this is exposing us too much, but I think it's mostly random. Like we go online, we look at scents and what like notes are in each scent. And we're like, oh, that sounds good. Let's let's get a like a, a one out size, you know, to smell it out, to test it out. And then we just start mixing things together. Um, you want you want to tell the whiskey story? <laughs> no, no, no. Whiskey's disappointing. That's that's all. Some some scents don't always work. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a really, I don't want to say it's by luck or by chance, but it is random. Um, but we do put some thought into it by looking into specific scents and looking at what scents pair with what, um, before even purchasing them. Yeah. I mean, I I guess it's random in the sense that like, okay, so we knew that our layout to begin with, we wanted three cents and we, we knew that every cycle we wanted to do three cents. If you look at this cycle, there's four, mind your business. Um, But we, so when we did that to begin with, we're like, okay, we want something that's unisex. We want something that's masculine. Then we want something that's on the um, more like, no, I want to say four because warmer cozy is, it's sweet. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, so unisex, unisex masculine and just, um, 
something that we're used to, something that makes you almost like salivate over like a, it being a candy kind of thing. Um, and so that's exactly what happened with the first batch we did. We found a scent that was not masculine in the sense that it was just straight up selling like a man, but we knew that um, it was winter. So we wanted something wintry, but not just basic winter. We wanted spicy winter. And that's how we knew it was going to be a masculine scent. <clears throat> for day night, we were going for unisex. Ended up being a little bit more sweeter than what we'd hoped. So people assumed it was a... Uh, Feminine. Yeah. yeah. And so we were just like, fine. Day night, whatever. We also took, was to we were also told that it smells like aftercare. If you don't know what that is, I too had to look it up. I will not be explaining that right now. <laughs> um, but then the third scent was warm and cozy. So with this one, it was kind of repeating the same thing. What is our seasonal one? Obviously, Sweetheart for Valentine's Day. Just super sweet. It's yummy. I can't lie. Um, and then we knew that we wanted to do something masculine. And that's how we ended up testing a lot of things so much of it didn't work out it's been struggle yeah yeah champion was what we were like we just knew like it has to be a kick if you're gonna call something champion it has to like hit you like a champion and so that took a while um it took a lot of a while in fact um but throughout that process, we ended up with scents that we didn't use and ended up becoming Black Girl Dreams. And it was more so we were doing our test run and we were like, what does this smell like? Or, I mean, it was supposed to be for the New Year candle. That's how we got blown. Mm -hmm. It was like, because <laughs> champagne wasn't working out, we're like, let's just see what we can do with New Year. Give it a twist. And it, yeah, that's how Black Girl Dreams ended up. And it's just this um, nostalgic scent of like, I think for us, it's like whenever we sit, we put something out there, the name, let's say champion, it has to put you in a scene and feeling like a champion. And so when we come up with scents when we go, we want to do this. It's because there's a scene, there's a vision, there's a memory that's unlocked. Um, I eat the name Black Girl Dreams or else there's really no point in doing it mm -hmm. for everything we've done to date night uh warm and cozy jack frost champion new year new blank um sweetheart black girl dreams all that like it has to smell like the thing if it doesn't it doesn't get sold um and so that kind of is our process sometimes it is just a random thing like we said black girl dreams that comes up mm -hmm. um other times it is that we're making champion and one of you is gonna work as gonna, you're gonna have to smell like what we envision champion smells like yeah and the funny thing is, just to add a quick little story, um, I think when we first started, we created the scents and the names afterwards. Mm. And then we tried doing it the other way. It did not work. Yeah. It was so bad. And again, that's how we accidentally came up with Black Girl Dreams, um, the scent. Um, I think the name was all great. So I'll give her credit. Um, but yeah, it was just really interesting. Like, I think we finally figured out what works for us. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's looking good so far. I like the way it looks. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see what we have next. Um, well, that's that's for the future. That's for the future. I don't want to give out too much. Okay, what is your why? Who or what experiences have inspired your work? And what would you say to people who don't know their why slash are trying to figure it out? Okay, if you don't mind, can we break that up? So the first one is, what is your why? For, for Moni, what is our why? Are you wanting me to answer that? I, I can answer it if you don't have an answer. Go ahead. Um, I think <laughs> we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, we wanted a, a different direction. We wanted to go a different direction than what we were already doing in life. We wanted a break from working for other people. And we wanted the opportunity to start our own business. That way we have that flexibility to do or to pursue our other endeavors, right? Um, so I think that was our initial why. And then we talked about, okay, what is it that our brand is going to represent? What is it that we want to do? Or what is it that we want to associate with our candles, right? So I think initially we were kind of talking about how we, okay, so <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't get this. So we did want to associate with like uh, young professionals, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we wanted to like have our candles mostly appeal to those who are like in their 20s for starting out um, with their new careers or even starting their own businesses or whatnot. And then we were like, okay, well, what else could we do, right? Um, and then we... No, I thought that's what I thought you were oh. saying. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and then we were also like, okay, well, we want people to feel empowered. Um, I think hence the name Moni, which is I have. We almost wanted it to be like a manifestation of success. Like we can um, not not by our own doing, yeah. 
you know, but that was not the assistance, but with God, right? Um, we can like manifest, we can um, put into fruition or make make our dreams happen, right? Uh, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I mean, that's really, it's in the name, Moni. Yeah. You're about for I have. It's... Yeah, sure. We're not finding <laughs> over. We're not finding over who came up with it. It was team effort. There's no fight. Okay. <laughs> um, it was in the, in the midst of a season. Then I'll seek for myself um, spe- specifically that it was like it was giving dry. And it was just like, yeah, you know, I actually ain't have much. Like, I can't lie. There was not a lot to be accounted for. Um, and it was more like, as Michelle said, trying to manifest a better future. Um, so everything that we did, we're talking about, and it even goes back to, like, why we have a certain sense. Um, date night is definitely uh, manifesting a, a nice romantic life at some point in life. Um, <laughs> soul treat. Boys. That's not soul treat. That was a whisper. Anyways. Um, and whereas like champion um, is like victory, you know, um, black girl dreams. We're talking about how we're both returning to things that we dreamt of as children. Um, and how it's showing up in our adult life and what we're going to do with that. And so in, in, in our brand, though our why I have is because we ultimately are aiming to have and you have to work for that. Um, and so if it means that getting out of somebody else's hands um, and somebody else's business and to enter your own, to be able to pretty much catapult yourself in the direction that you want to go into the freedom to be able to um, continue with their platform or launch your business, then we will do what it takes to get there because we know what we've, I guess, even been a call to have. And like Moni's the, what is it called? An element in that story. Um, yeah. And a lot of sentences like that. I'm so sorry. You guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's end of the way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> So the second part of that question is, who or what experiences have inspired your work? Um, life, generally. New year, new blank. It's all about, like, taking on that phrase, new year, new me. Because, I mean, ultimately, we're not a new person. December 31st, 11.59, January 1st. 12 on the dot is not you're not a new person you may have new goals or whatever but it's it truly it's the continuation of and so um that's an inspiration like it being introspective is kind of the inspiration we have a lot of conversations about what it is that we want from ourselves our um slogan is like in your business in your home in your life and so it's about reflecting on your business your home and your life um and using that as inspiration to the next thing um, I also think that I, going back to the name, Moni didn't just start as like, oh, we want to use a Yoruba word. We were looking at um, the word. We were looking at Michelle look fine. <laughs> we, Michelle, we were looking at the word testimonies uh, because we, I was writing down like the testimonies that I wanted to share because when it comes time to do that, like you, you kind of shy up or whatever. So I was just like, let me write it down. So that way there's no excuse. And so we start to break down the word um, and at some point, Michelle said, Moni, um, I guess that's all the credit I'm giving her for. Okay. <laughs> and so we're, we're breaking it down from, but you see what I'm saying? Like the the, the inspiration is our, our faith, right? Like even in our thoughts, even in our reflection, even in being introspected, introspective, excuse me, um, it all breaks down from like, we think about it in a, a faith way, right? Faith guides our life it guides everything it's not life moni faith or whatever you know it's like it's it's life and faith as one and within that is moni within that is whatever other brand or whatever other business whatever other idea is our future is our past and so that is the inspiration is life itself and how um what role faith plays in it yeah i think not only faith, but also a little bit of culture, obviously, with the name. Um, I think there's a lot of people in our lives that, who are, like, just thriving right now or giving off the perception of thriving. And a lot of people our age and in our culture who are just doing excellent work right now, you included. And just a little shout out. Um, and I think just seeing that is an inspiration in and of itself. Again, I'll speak for myself. But yeah, exactly. The community is just showing off and showing out right now. And it's really nice to see. And I think that is what drives me personally is seeing all my peers 
you know, living their best life. And I'm like, wow, God can do it for them. Why couldn't, why can't he do it for me? You know, like it's definitely possible for us to succeed and to thrive as well. So, mm. yeah. okay then so what would you say to people who don't know their why slash are trying to figure it out i think it's really funny (laughs) um i i feel like you should just keep pushing towards something that you want and you should just keep going no matter how small it is, right? I know a lot of people, especially young people, especially in your early 20s, um, still don't know what what they're doing or what they want. But I think you should just pinpoint one specific thing that you want and go after it. Um, I think everyone's why is always evolving. Mm. Just to be frank, I mean, you talk to people or I've, I've had a conversation with people in their 30s, late 30s, people in their 40s, 50s, and the fact that they still have goals, the fact that they still have questions, and the fact that they can still admit that they don't know at times. Um, I, I'm not going to say we shouldn't, like, put emphasis on our why, but there's no need to over, um, like, overthink it. Mm-hmm. Your why could be to serve a season. Um, your why could be to serve a purpose. Your why could be to live your life a particular way and then you just kind of go, you know, and and once if you're listening and if you are taking um, the counsel of sound minded people, then I think that it's natural. Your why will change and that will be okay Um, because making steps doesn't mean that you're you're misstepping, if that makes sense. Like you could be going right, 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 right. And then you can be called to go left. You, You can't get upset. You just listen and you go. And so. Um, yeah, I think that the, the for those who are looking for their why, just can, as Michelle said, continue to, to work on it um, and embrace what each season brings and listen. Oh, my goodness, please <laughs> listen. And if you don't have people around you who you can listen to, then change that up and then listen. That part. <laughs> I think discipline is also a big thing. Like, just keep at it. It's easier said than done for sure but just keep at it don't give up I think that's the biggest reason why most people fail obviously if you don't continue what you're doing you're going to fail but people don't like to stick out through the the tough times and people I'm included I am people it's really tough Um, but I it's it's so fulfilling and so rewarding to see the finish line and then cross the finish line and then look back to where you were when you started and just I don't know, just admire who you've become, you know, like just take a look at what you've done and how you got there. And even the people that you met along the way, because you don't know who you're going to meet and how they're going to help you or how you're going to help them and how you're going to impact each other's lives. So I just say, keep, keep going, keep being disciplined. The struggle will be worth it in the end. I have to keep telling myself that. So. (laughs) Okay. So then what is the creative process like when making the candles? Like, are there fails or? (laughs) Yeah. Big fails. <laughs> Our entire first batch, we said, what, like a month working on the raw thing. Wow. <laughs> but you don't know until you try. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Um, we essentially got these vessels that we were like, these are so unique. These are cool. Nobody does this. We did them. We made them. They were great. Burn time was all right. It wasn't the greatest. Um, and then we realized that, like, they tunneled bad, which tunneling is when your um, candle like has wax on the surface around the like the container itself um and it was just like only half the candle was being burned and we're like this is mad stupid um and we had 10 candles and because you know obviously we didn't test the first one uh, what was going on there but um yeah our process is a lot of trial and error it's the okay we want to do this the research okay now we have to change it to become this then doing it I mean, realizing that maybe we should have done it differently and then like lesson learned and then you slow down. And so what we did in the first month and then what we did in the second month were not the same. You just, second month is is, is using your mess ups and errors in the first one to do better. And so, I, I mean, I don't know how, and how any other way to say what our process is like, it's not sexy, it's annoying. <laughs> it's like, it's actually really annoying. Um, it's the... Okay, Michelle, how much time you got today? And like trying to make your schedule work. Um, it's deciding who is going to do what. Um, are we both going to be present for everything? It's then trying not to be mad about who isn't present for what. Um, but in terms of actually making the pro- 
product. Um, I think what we were upset about before is that we, I think we were like in the kitchen for like three, four hours once just to do a few. And we're like, yo, this is not the, this is not the numbers we were talking about. Labor is not, it's not doing what we thought it was going to do. Um, and so then you orient your business to make it make sense, right? So how do we get out of here? Not in three, four hours, in 30, 40 minutes um, and make the exact same thing. And so it, it's, it's just, man. we're okay productivity was just it was not productive (laughs) it was really a struggle and to go back to the first batch like we were so excited we thought we had something even with we had a three layered candle where it was three different colors and you ain't gonna see that if we, we actually you know it's really funny we just finished burning it um in our bathroom because like well we're not gonna sell this let's just you know have it smell good and it i looked at it uh i think it was this morning i was like wow because it's even labeled insert name here day one uh, and i was like oh that's so crazy that was way back in the day and it's just not the same our candles do not look the same we're not doing a three uh layered candle anytime in the near future i don't think I don't um, unless we just figure out a way to do some magic but that's that was tough um but I know that's in the process. Like when you create a business, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to do? Do you have the value to do that? Yeah. Um, can you commit to that and like make it make sense? And so at the end of the day, you learn. We learned <laughs> the hard way. The, the answer was like no to half of that. You know? yeah. And so we were just like, okay, well, you're done for. Sorry. But you, you, you move. You kill the baby and you move. Excuse me? <laughs> Say that in writing. You know, when you, when you kill a character. Yeah, to kill the babies and then you move. Thank you for explaining. Because yeah. that, that's, that's wild. <laughs> in the times we're in, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, cut that out. <laughs> I'm going to move it to if not. <laughs> kill the product and you move. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so what are your motivations for creating? Is it approval from others? Um, why or why not? I'll go first. Um, I don't really care for the approval of others. I care for the business. Um, I care for the transaction. I do want people to love our products, right? Um, But it's based off of taste and what appeals to you. Because even as we were trying to get content for ourselves, um, some people were like, oh, this smells good. It's just, it's not for me. I'm not into like sweet or floral or whatever, right? Um, So I'm like, I can't. I don't think we should we should get hung up on the um, approval per se, but for me, I think it's just: Are we making a difference? Are we trying to impact lives? Because right now, that is what we're that is the space we're in. That is the um, the season that we're in. Um, I don't know if we've yet to impact lives, but I know we've been told that we're inspiring people already. So I think that's a big thing so far. I just again for me, I think. Seeking the approval of our buyers is very, very can be um, detrimental to our business if we're just always looking for what they want as opposed to what we think we can provide. Mm. Grace? It's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Because she knows that I harp on people's opinion. Mm. Um, I... uh, (laughs) trying to defeat the perfectionist in me and that's fine when it comes to personal matters but when it comes to business I'm like no it has to be perfect it has to be perfect sorry you're not going to attach my <laughs> like I just refuse what am I why would I stamp my name on something that isn't perfect why and so Actually, I do seek people's approval um, it's part of the reason why like reviews matter to me I don't want like I don't want cookie cutter responses. Like, is it working or is it not? Because if it's not, then it can be fakes. If it is, then I don't have to do anything else, right? Um, and I've literally like lost sleep because I'm like, I feel like it's not perfect. <laughs> I feel like, it's, and it worries me. And so I do, I can't lie. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Um, I think maybe it's what kind of balances us out, but it's also like the source of fights um, that like, you just try to convince the other one, right? She try to convince me, well, this is business. And I'll be like, but there's people behind the business. And so um, it's an interesting dynamic. Not that like either one of us totally neglects the other, yeah. but like, are you saying that I'm wrong? No, 
I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I just feel like <laughs> I. And so, uh, excuse me. Do I not consider the opinions of other? People? No, you do. No, no, no. I just feel like you're painting me out to be a money hungry villain. <laughs> no, and you just kind of said that like I don't care about the business. No, no, no. So, no, I said I do care about the business. That I don't. Oh, I see. Essentially, so so we my bad fill each other out. It's not that again. Neither of us neglects the other mm-hmm. thing. It's just that. I'm losing sleep because of the people, not the business. Mm-hmm. And if you lose sleep, it's because I make you lose <laughs> sleep because of the people or because of the business and not necessarily the people. Yeah. So it's like it's it's just the reality of this. It's not a cute reality. I don't know if that's something you should say out loud. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea if people are going to be like, yeah, this is awful for them. But like it just is the reality. And that's what we're learning. Mm-hmm. All right, so I asked you guys to read Colossians 3.17 and 23. Um, what does that verse, or what do those two verses mean to you? Or do you want to read it out loud? Okay, sweet. Colossians 3.17, And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. 23. Whatever, whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for a people. So what do you think that means? For me, when I read that, it the things, the words that set out to my head is go all in or don't do it at all, right? Don't do it halfway. It is all or nothing. Um, and at the end of the day, don't forget who brought you there, you know? You didn't do it by your own doing. You, could, you couldn't do it by your own doing. Um, so, yeah, I just remember to thank the maker, thank God for everything that he has done for you because— I personally wouldn't be here without him. Um, and I, I think everything that I've accomplished, I definitely owe it all to him. Quick little selfless plug. Um, I recently got my life insurance license and <laughs> the studying was gruesome. It was so hard. I was not getting anything. And then I started to get things little by little. And then the day of the test, so many things went wrong. And then I finally got in to take the test. And these questions were worded so weird, unlike anything that the practice test that I've been taking looked like. And I was like, well, God, it's in your hands because I don't know what's happening. And to the grace and to the glory of God, I somehow passed like with an A. And I was like, all right, that's crazy. Like, again, a little you know, shameless plug, but I was just like, this, this wasn't me. Like I literally have to start singing and like praising God immediately because I was like, I don't know how this happened. Like it truly wasn't me. And I was emotional, excited, just like in awe, honestly, of everything that had just occurred because it was just a wild ride. And I think it took me like two weeks to finish the course when it was recommended that I could finish it in four days. And I was like, oh, two weeks it is. Um, but yeah, just had to, yeah, just don't quit. Um, give it everything you have. Give the glory to God. The question is, what does this mean? Yeah, what does it mean to you? Yeah. Um, how do you interpret it? I guess. That... <clears throat> We kind of talked about it before, right? How you live your life. Essentially, when the verse is saying, like, um, whatever you do in word or in deed, and I'm assuming in another translation, that's probably like action. Let me just um, pull it up. Sorry, excuse me. So, verse 17. This isn't word or in deed. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I it, it goes back to this idea that, like, when you've been gifted something, and I I do believe that life itself is a gift, um, the way that you handle it is a lot different because you ha- always have it in the back of your mind, like, this came from something outside of me, right? And I need to handle this with care to show respect and honor to the one that gave it to me. Um, and so when we're talking about in, in whatever you do, right, in word or in deed— do um, all of the name of the Lord Jesus give thanks to him. I think it's like that your life is evidence of how grateful you are, how thankful you are of what it is that you are able to accomplish every single day. Um, and whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not unto men. Um, ooh, that's good. Because I've been in, in Isaiah. Um, and one of the things that it talks about right off the bat is like, God really hates like empty hearts, empty gestures. He don't care how religious you are if your heart is empty when doing it. And I was just like, you really don't like it that much? And I was like, oh, that's bad. You know what I'm saying? And so he's saying that like, I'd rather just have your heart than your religiosity, which then made me start to think about like, 
what all does that entail? Because we've we, we've been in this wave of like, I'm not necessarily religious, I'm just spiritual. And it's not that he denounced religiosity. He said, don't give it to me if your heart ain't in it. And so that was just very interesting that that's how he's thinking of it. And when it says that he wants you to do everything heartily to put your whole heart in it, he just, he, he I think it's the respect piece, right? I gave you the gift. Do you respect this enough? Do you honor it enough to just use it right? And if that gift is your life, what does that look like? Um, and everything that we do, do it heartily. That's real. I'm not gonna lie, because we know we don't always do it. We know the desire and the passion and the um, inspiration just isn't always there in our eyes. So that's real. I don't know. I mean, that's that's how I, I think I just translated it. I don't know if I explained how I f- feel about it, but like. <laughs> what have you learned from your business besides how to make candles? And would you say that it has developed other skills within you? Hundred percent. But I think that's anything you do, like if you if you just pay if you just pay attention, you will automatically develop skills. I will say that with Moni, the like the um accounting piece, the managing finances, budgeting, um, how to do that, like I, I've been in business before where we have meetings about like P and L and bottom line and labor. Um, but when you're responsible for like literally figuring out the source, um, right? Whenever you're responsible for how you outsource from where you get your products from, it's a very different ballgame because you're not starting with the formula that somebody is using that you know works and maybe you can tweak a little bit and it won't have this monumental change. Everything we do, it's just like it's it's huge. It's quite literally almost business ending if you make the wrong step um, because we're starting out with like what we know and we find out along the way that like <laughs> expense, right? Even just in shipping, we were just like, we're not doing this, right? We knew we weren't doing it, right? Because it just wasn't making sense. Nobody else charges like $30 for shipping. So how come, not that we do not charge 30 You do not. <laughs> Let me put that out there. But it was like, dang, if they don't like, it's looking like one has to. And if they don't, then what are we doing wrong? Um, so, I mean, there's just, I, I think my biggest takeaway is actually the financial aspect of running a business. Um, that's what just the biggest um, learning um like learning element that I've received. But of course you get wonderful reminders about like just what good service is um, and how to like formulate a website. Just, I mean, things that like we've kind of done before, um, but but it's really that financial piece. That just threw me for a loop. Cause I was like, I mean, we all have had money. We know how to use it. It's like, this should work. You have money, you get money, you spend it. And it's just like, mm, 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 mm. it's not that simple. It's not that simple anymore. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, for me, I think it was working in a small team, mainly because a team of two. <laughs> I think because in uh, college, I was involved in a couple of student organizations and one in particular, um, we were in charge of programming and activities for the basically campus wide. Right. And we had a budget, nice budget. And I had a whole team of people working under me and I'm like, OK, Sure, I may be the quote-unquote head, but, like, it's not just my idea. So I have people feeding me things, and we can, like, bounce ideas off of each other. And if we disagree, we can come to a vote where it's a bunch of people voting as opposed to just, well, I want to do it this way. Grace wants to do it another way. We're kind of stuck. Sometimes we bring our brother in to tie the to break the tie. Um, sometimes it's like, no, 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 this is literally between the CEOs, you know, um, and we just butt heads. So I think working in a tiny team, a nice little tiny but mighty team, has been the biggest um, lesson for me so far. <laughs> Along with, I guess, the budget thing, because, again, worked with a nice little budget before <laughs> we have now. <laughs> it's not laughable. I shouldn't have laughed. I shouldn't have laughed. I, it's not funny. Um, it's just not the same. I'll be honest, um, because... We had to come up with the funding ourselves. I was just given that money before and told to allocate it to different places. Um, so yeah, it's it's really it's really fun working with you one on one all day every day. <laughs> Not fun. She's lying. <laughs> no, it is, no, it is fun sometimes. Like I think when we first started, it's like oh we're doing it, we're doing it, and then we hit our first problem. It's like oh. 
<laughs> let's uh let's stop doing it and let's start making things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's that's it for me. I don't recommend. <laughs> I recommend. I think everyone should try to start their business one day, um, if they have something, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bell twins. Script twins. <laughs> Twin pipes. What message, if any, do you try to put into your work? Life is real. I mean, I guess I just I, it, mm, that's that's a good question. What message, if any, do we try to put into our work? Life is real. Um, I think it's also the fact that like you can do with it as you please to some extent, right? There are decisions to be made, um, and ultimately you just you have to make them or you let them make you. Mm-hmm. So it's. I mean, we we don't harp too much on the manifestation of like the manifestation element of our brand, but we know the reality of like power of the tongue, what you say to yourself, um, what you choose to um, invite into your speech, how you choose to speak about yourself, how you choose to speak about others, how you choose to speak about a situation. Um, all of that is is very real. It's even what it does to your mindset, transforming your mind to believe that you are capable of getting the thing that has your name on it. Um, like, yeah, I, I just can't even. There doesn't seem to be much more to it than that. Like, it's the the reality of what life is and taking that. And sometimes just, I guess, holding up a mirror to the person and saying that, like, you bought this with hopes of, um, right? You needed the reminder. The, the, the candle is, yes, a scent, but it's also a reminder in the label, in what you, the space you physically walk into, that, like... This is what I want for myself. This is how I choose to speak to myself. This is what I um, want from life, and I'm going to act in accordance with those things. And it's just a, a piece of that. So, well, I think Grace covered it. Good job. Do you have greater aspirations for your work in the candle making world? Would you like to see how you have like your own business, your own chain, like that type of vibe? Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really crazy. Um, it, it's complicated. I'm not gonna lie. Right. If ideally, Moni grows mm-hmm. and like it's a, it, a the whole point of creating it. Right. Was to be um, a positive influence in our community. But ultimately, yes, there's a selfish ambition behind it too we didn't do this because we're rich and sitting pretty and just wanted to you know like this hobby yeah like we're doing this to like get ourselves out the hood we do not live in the hood but y'all know what i mean like we don't want to be in this position of like being like we just want to as said before launch ourselves forward in our ability to explore um our freedom to to have things like making with making it with Michelle and Art of Grace. And so, yeah, if Modi could stand on its own two feet and we not have to carry it from our kitchen to somebody's door, that would be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, like, but that's 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 it. Right. Because it's like otherwise. I just don't see why they're doing this. Yeah, it has to continue to grow, actually. And that requires us to put in more work, but it has to grow. Yes. Um, I guess to explain my reaction, um, it's just because we've had this conversation before and we've talked about all the different possible um, outcomes to this endeavor that we're taking. And we we definitely do want to keep it going. We definitely want it to grow into something spectacular. Um, and we know it will, God willing. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really difficult seeing where it could go. Um, I don't want to say due to where we are now because we're sitting in a pretty good position but I think we thought we'd be in a better position that's on our milestone exactly we're not hitting everything as quickly or um, yeah I guess as quickly as we wanted, wanted to and it's not like we're going slow I think it's just <sighs> yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that I'm just gonna leave it at that but yeah, we definitely want Moni to grow into something big, and um, I think we can. It's just going to take some more time than we initially thought. If you could see your future slash the end result of 
the journey God is taking you through? Would you move in haste now to do what he has called you to do? Or would you be hesitant? If yes to moving in haste, why? If yes to being hesitant, why? If you already know that it will be good in the end because it will be to his glory. Well, I was going to say it depends, but you kind of already um, changed that. It depends, right? Because you said if it's going to be um, good in the end, you know. Because God is taking you through. Right, right, right. Um, I would like to say I wouldn't be hesitant, right? But I know myself. Um, but I do think knowing would help. Like knowing the end result would definitely help. So I think I would go through it. Um face first <laughs> and with with all faith in my heart and in my mind just guiding me uh through it and I, I don't know what could happen that would make me want to be hesitant I don't want to imagine it but I think I for this hypothetical <laughs> I think I would be able to do it um running into it with full faith knowing the end result is good yeah I want no parts of the future. <laughs> I please elaborate. Do not want to know. I do not want to know in the slightest of it because, I mean, even the Bible says that, that ignorance is bliss. And what I'm learning is that it's not because being ignorant is like this thing you should be proud of, but like when you don't know, you can't fear the things that you don't know. You don't know that they exist. Um, if God told me today every single promise that he was going to fulfill every single thing that I'd be able to get my hands on, I would overthink how to get there. I would not enjoy the journey. I'd be like, but but the, but the vision, but the vision, I have to, you know? And, and so, like, if I'm working for that instead of just, like, I don't know, to get to the next step. Like, working for the next step is already hard enough. I can't imagine trying to, like, not be like, and how the kids are involved and the husband's involved and my parents and this. And no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> but even like if he gives you like the step-by-step -step process, like you know then how it's going to go. It's, I like the challenge. <laughs> That's why I, I don't want more. God, I do not want more. But <laughs> I like the challenge that is life trying to figure it, trying to figure it out now. I just, I, I, yeah, but it's already, what I'm saying is that it's already like, fine as is it's like difficult enough for me to want it but not too difficult for me to be like this is impossible mm -hmm. um so if you made it any more difficult i fear that i would fall into the impossible and if i mean if you made it any less difficult i would probably just be 100 percent disinterested well would you consider it being difficult even though you know the steps that you're taking like i guess that's the part that is somewhat confusing to me it just would be the be too easy of a ride that's crazy. Bumps. <laughs> Bumps. Right? This like to be challenged. Of yeah. course. But she, I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. I guess that's, I guess you mentioned it earlier. That is how we balance each other out because I, like knowing God got me, I'm not, I'm not afraid. Yeah. And like knowing that he's going to guide me through all the steps, which I guess he's doing now already. It's just, I don't know what those steps are. Um, but if I knew the steps, I, and to me, it'd be easier, I think. It's because like how he is now is already perfect. Mm -hmm. That I'm just like any more or less, which is like, I, I, we can't even put our minds around who he is now. Why would we go and change that? Mm -hmm. That's just, yeah, that's how I feel. But I mean, I, I, I do want some clarity. I ain't say I didn't want any clarity at all. I still want clarity. <laughs> and with that, would you say like, for God's like taking the steps, I guess, like him telling you to make this business is like a step to something. And you know, cause God told you, God told you it's going to be good. Yeah. Regardless of you knowing exactly A, B, C, and D, you still know the end is going to be good. So like God said, I mean, make this business is going to be to his glory. Yeah. I mean, were you hesitant or were you like, yes, let's do it right away. Like God said it, so let's move. Mm -hmm. So when God says something, we know, I mean, we not, may not see it now, but we know that it's going to be good because he said it. Yeah. I don't necessarily see, yeah, there'll be trials, but in the end, we know it'll be to his glory. So like, I'll you mind if I hijack this. I didn't know you were going to hijack it, but go ahead and say what you should say. Um, okay. So I don't, Frankly speaking, I think we more so had an idea and took it to God for his blessing. Um, 
I can't say that, like, oh, man, how do you say this? I don't want to say, can't say that, like, God, like, got to this day and was like, and they're doing it. Yeah. You know, but, like, he's still rooting for us in the process. I think what what, what comes to mind, right, is that in, in us having um, the ability Right, the the free will to explore this. Um, I've consistently we've we've prayed a lot. Um, going into meetings in prayer, ending meetings in prayer. Um, I think what 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 rings in my mind is Psalm twenty three. It says, "Your rod and your staff will comfort me." And I've just constantly been playing that back in my head. The idea is that um, even if you step outside of the line that you're supposed to be on, or whatever the path is, that like God's rod and staff should bring you comfort his guidance and his discipline should bring you comfort meaning that when you hear his voice and he's like actually we're not doing that we're like okay right that's, that's cool no where, where are we going then right um and that's kind of the not to, i guess then i shouldn't say hijack but like that's the thing right that like we can um explore this and take from it what we need to because it is here for a reason god has not I don't know if he's woken you up and said you need to stop this this yeah. operation right now. It's never been like that, um, but it's more so like, okay, children, go play. <laughs> and when 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 we've got what we needed from this, we will go to the next thing, mm-hmm. or we will continue this in a different route. Or maybe it's who knows? I don't know. I do not know what's next. I think it's funny because I think we did jump to it. Um, I don't know if, like you said, we heard something and then jumped into it, but I think we jumped into it and then asked for the blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the way we started, we were like, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah. And, you know, like, do you want to do this? And you were like, yeah. Like, okay, well, then let's just start. Let's see what we need to do in order to get it started. So we did just jump into it. Um, and I don't know if that was a good thing or if it's a bad thing, um, but we're here. I think we're doing well. Mm-hmm. And... I think, again, just putting our full faith in the business and most importantly in God, um, I think we can, I think we will be successful in it. I don't have a doubt in my mind that we'll learn something from this and that we'll gain something from um, Moni Aromatics. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely going to be a process. Again, I guess to reiterate what you said, I don't know either. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And you know. mm. Uh-huh. What were you gonna I don't know where keywords. Yeah. It's the it's the like Yeah. It's the ultimate like submission that like honestly I actually don't know what to do with this. So I'm gonna need you hopping that. I'm gonna need you hopping expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Last question. Um, do you think your obedience is linked to other people's stories slash freedom from something? Yeah, it's a loaded question. I guess not to oversimplify it, but yes, um, I I can't imagine what it's like to be God and have to manage eight billion lives every single day simultaneously. Same twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, so at some point, there's more of us than there is seconds in a day, and things just have to start. The way we even I. I look at certain relationships I'm like this is a blessing right like this don't even make no sense how we got linked um and not even for like the benefit of like what I get business-wise or um anything like that but how like the glory of God manifests through a person and has actual influence on your life um the way that you start walking different talking different um the things that you believe that you can do the things that you believe that he can do through you um I I it's it's almost like there have been times where I'm like, I cannot imagine if I had not shown up to this place because I just, social anxiety, it's real. It's real. Don't get me wrong. That was not a joke. Social anxiety is actually very real and can be crippling. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in spaces where I'm, or I've had moments where I'm just like, I don't want to leave this house. I do not want to leave this house. But what happens when I actually do, not on my own doing, where right, on the act of obedience is that you come across somebody or something that has profound impact on your life. Even if they're not there to stay, there's an impact. And so what do you call that if not God's will, if not listening to his voice and being obedient? Um, that's It's just not a coincidence. And it sure ain't the universe. Yeah. <laughs> the universe ain't that good. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. 
God just... Our our obedience definitely is attached. Mm. Our obedience is 100% attached. And I oftentimes even think about, like, there are moments where if you don't do the thing, how many people are falling out of the line? Like, mm-hmm. like whose success, whose um, breakthrough is attached to the thing, right? And it's like, I know that if I sit in this place right now, and, and sometimes it's not even complicated, like big level, like only God, well, yes, he orchestrated it. But like sometimes you can see it. It's not a secret. You don't need revelation. You know that if you don't do the thing, ultimately somebody's falling off because of it. And so it's like... Well, here I am. I have to do the thing. So obedience is important. And I think that definitely other people are attached to it. And I can say that I think that some of the successes that we've had are because of other people's obedience. It's just as simple as that. Who knows? What if Michelle never saw the video from a person who posted that it's going to be a whatever million or billion business? What if that was them being obedient, right? And now we have the confidence to embark on this um, project, which could enter the industry at whatever level. Shout out to them. Mm -hmm. We ain't do it. Whoever you are. God did. What if I'm just like, what if it was somebody was like, this is how you can make shoes and enter the what? Would we be making shoes? Right? And I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah. To answer that question, the answer is yes. You see the bug? It's really tripping me out. Um, yes, I do believe that. <laughs> um, I mentioned earlier how um, someone mentioned to us that we're already inspiring them. And I think that is, a, if not the most direct way of letting us know that what we're doing is impactful and our obedience is directly affecting others and I think other people's obedience is directly affecting us. I don't think that we would have this opportunity right now to do what we're doing if we weren't obedient or if we didn't obviously start this business, we wouldn't be talking to you about this business um, and our endeavors and what we're doing and how we're trying to make a difference in the world one candle at a time. (laughs) I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, it's just really funny because even um, Sunday, oh, was it Lola Day was telling a story about how her disobedience could have cost somebody something Mm -hmm. um, potentially. And now that link was a real big jump. Um, But not really, honestly. It makes sense. Um, I, I know that there are so many times where I have not been obedient that I've it's probably causing me or it's probably the reason why I am unhappy with where I am today, but I'm not dissatisfied. Let me say that. I, I know that there's more to come. and I know that there's more climbing and achieving to do. And I think with starting this company, it is another gateway, another opportunity for me to be obedient and to seek out Again, seek out opportunities and not let that social anxiety hold me back or hold us back because I know it's something we both um, have to deal with. But yeah, obedience. <laughs>